0: I'm a little bit of Southern, and I'm a little bit of West Coast. And together, we're the Nashville Darlings.
1: Welcome back to the Nashville Darlings, episode 21. I am sitting here with Leslie. Leslie, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really, really good. We're both coming off of a really, really fun weekend. In two different worlds. Yeah. You had the best of the two, but yeah. Two different parts of the South. Why don't we start with yours? Because
0: mine's less exciting. No. <laughs> Mine would be boring to hear after yours. No. Um, yeah, so we had a girls trip. Um, Cosby, Tennessee, which is 30 minutes east or west, I cannot remember, of <laughs> Sevierville. Um, it is not Sevierville, it is Sevierville, um, which is next to Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg. And originally I had planned this trip and then my daughter ended up having a cheer competition same weekend in Sevierville. Um, So thankfully, my that mom that worked out. I, I didn't did. realize that it did, and I went into panic mode, and I was like, "Great, you know." um, But my mom took the girls, and then I drove over because there's only like thirty minutes mm-hmm. or so, um, to the competition, and so we did that on Saturday. But anyways, yeah, we went glamping in these little cute little domes. It is very much so camping. I don't care what anyone says; it's cold. The tent can leak. It was, of course, raining the whole time because, hello, we're in the wet season. Um, But there was a hot tub and a fire pit that we got to enjoy for a little bit. So it it was a lot of fun. It was much needed. We ate. We drank. We napped. We
1: shopped. So, yeah, everything I needed. However,
0: I'm so jealous of yours.
1: Uh, But wait, okay, before I talk about mine, you were in domes, though, right? Mm -hmm. Like a little snow globe. But was it completely
0: transparent all the way around? No, only halfway. And the way that they had the dome set up was, like, you could never really see into somebody's dome.
1: Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: That so is awesome.
0: We um we were – they kept saying, like, watch out for the bears and make sure you take your trash out. And I guess, like, the week before, a bear came, like, ravaging through one of the domes and destroyed a couple things. And so the first night, we were out there – I took my husband's spotlight. Um, It was suggested by everybody that we take a spotlight. So I took a spotlight and I had it with me because it was dark when we got there and we were still kind of moving things in and out from the car. And I'm on the porch with Megan and I hear something moving. There's like this hill like right behind our dome, but there's like this little almost like little walkway like where bears probably come down. Um, and I heard like you just hear the leaves moving like something's walking
1: oh no and my
0: heart just stopped <clears throat> and she's like shine the spotlight and so I took the spotlight like up into the thing and you just see four eyes and she's like those are eyes those are eyes and I was like no and then it turned out they were cute little raccoons oh my god um and then I texted my husband and I was like oh it just got real There were raccoons. We are in the wilderness. (laughs) I was like, I'm really camping. Oh, my God. Um, But we had like electricity. We had a full kitchen. Um, All the bathrooms were in,
1: like the bathrooms were in the dome?
0: One bathroom mm -hmm, per dome. And so it had like a bedroom downstairs. Like basically they took half the dome and created a a bedroom space. So one below and then one up top. So it was like a loft. And then on the other half was like a living area and – the kitchen um and the kitchen was tiny i mean it was, <laughs> we're in a dome but it was enough for us to be able to like make soup or chili or breakfast mm-hmm. so that's fun it was very cute so that is it was stay minty dot com, and they have several they actually have some airbnbs here in nashville not domes but uh, I, I don't know what they have here that's um, cool but
1: nashville and gatlinburg were there too were That's there two places? That's cool. That's awesome. Are you much of a camping person? Like, did you grow up camping?
0: I did grow up camping um, in, like, my teenage years when, you know, you would sneak off with, like, a bunch of people and you'd go camping for the mm-hmm. weekend and you weren't supposed to be doing that. Sorry, Mom. Yeah. Um, But I don't like the smell of campfire smoke. What? Mm-mm. I don't like how it sticks to your hair, it sticks to your clothes. And the older I get, the worse this gets for me. And so I struggle with that part of it because obviously you want to sit by a campfire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And be warm and cozy. But like I immediately have to get those clothes off of me and I need to wash my hair. And being that we were glamping, like, yeah, I could have washed my hair and like blowed. Like it was just too much. That's to do a lot. That, so
1: if if it didn't leave the smell on you, would you like the campfire experience? Yeah. Okay, so it's literally just the smell. It's just the smell. Okay,
0: And I don't smell it in
1: the moment, but like afterwards, it's like immediate. Get it off of me. Yeah, it's hard to get out of your hair. Mm -hmm. I feel like even after you wash it, sometimes it's still stuck in your hair somehow.
0: Well, and Dylan will go to work and they'll have like a fire. He's had to burn something at the farm and then he'll come home and he'll try and go lay in my bed. And I'm like, (gasps) no, 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 no. Like you have to get up please go shower, like take off those clothes because now my bed is going to smell like that.
1: Yeah. And I'm now I'm not sleeping. So yeah. Anyways. <laughs> oh my gosh. Your bed sheet smelling like mm-hmm. campfire would be the worst. It's the worst. Oh no, no, yeah. no, no. Um, well, cool. That sounds like you had a great time. Um, we were in Charleston this past weekend and it was an anniversary slash baby moon trip. Um, because this is probably the last trip my husband and I are taking for a little while mm-hmm. um, until the baby comes and probably for a few months after. Although, I just side note, weirdly enough, I've had multiple family members reach out to me and be like, this isn't the last trip you guys are going to take for a while. Like, we're going to help you. We're going to watch Carson and Magnolia. Like, we, like, don't worry about it. And I'm like, you are is okay. Hold on, can pause? Can we? Can we record this? Yeah. And can you? Can you can, say that again? Can we sign a contract? Yeah. yeah. I've I've had like three separate family members be like, we'll watch him. We'll watch him. And I'm like. You know what you're signing up for, right? But hey, I will. I will take them up on it. But, anyways, Charleston is amazing. It's our first time there, and I just didn't know what to expect. But this city is so beautiful. It's so perfect and pristine, and all the old buildings and all like the little alleyways, and like just how everything is de- and it was decorated for christmas time which was so cute. And there's so many hotels and restaurants and bars and things to do and I mean I, I was just so impressed with the city. Did you go to the black market? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, we went to the city market. I wonder if they renamed it. Was it in these long buildings mm-hmm. in the middle? Yeah. Then they've renamed it's it. It's the city market is what they called it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that wasn't... Um, PC. PC, exactly. Um, no, the city market was cool. There was all these like arts and crafts vendors inside of there. Um, and... Yeah, it that now, was That was fun. It now comes up as the... As the Charles Oh thing, my it? gosh! Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. it must not be PC. Um, but that was really cool. We actually we well, the food was it was really really good. We tried. We I think we ate out for every single meal, and it was amazing. Um, and then the we did the old um, we did one of those carriage rides.
0: Where yeah, yeah,
1: and they had a haunted one. It was like on a whim, and I can't you know be drinking and doing the bar thing right now. So I was like, why don't we go on this haunted carriage ride? And it was so much fun. I've never been on a carriage ride ever, and it was just like the best experience. And we had um, our tour guide was very funny and he led us all throughout downtown Charleston and was telling us about all the horrendous murders and (laughs) things that have happened (laughs) down there and I was like this is my kind of city. I (laughs) love, you know, I I love all that true crime stuff. Gosh, I miss it. Oh my god. And then oh, and then he told us we need to go do the dungeon tour at the exchange building, which is next to the um, Like I guess, like the the slavery mart or however they call it, it feels weird saying those words. Yeah, where they used to like
0: sell them on the the auction site for the slaves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean it's historic.
1: I I mean you you appreciate it for what it is. And um, but yes, there was uh, at the exchange building, and um, you could do a dungeon tour where they um, like you know below the sidewalk level they have they have that where the prisoners. We did it. (gasps) Yeah, yeah, I actually didn't get any weird heebie jeebie vibes down there. Like the guy definitely told us, "Listen, awful things happened in this dungeon." Um, I, but no, I, I, it, it was very interesting. It was really, really interesting. And the thing that I didn't know about Charleston either is it used to be Charlestown. Mm-hmm. and they keep they keep moving the seawall out. So, that building that we were in is a good two blocks from the water because now there's buildings. Um, but back in the day, they showed the doors that would open in that building, and the water used to be right there. And I was like, that's just kind of incredible to me how you can just keep building out, mm-hmm. building a city Moving out the on the water. It's, it's kind of, I don't know, it's a mind trip for me, but, um, Yeah, and then we stayed in Folly Beach, which was so much fun, just to get an Airbnb by the beach. Such a cute little town. They decorate for Christmas, and it was so beachy and just so cute, and only 20 minutes. Did you guys go over to, like, Fort Sumter? We did not. It was – the thing is, is that we only had three days. And you can't do it all in three days. No, Mm -hmm. and we didn't even get to do the Night of a Thousand Candles. (gasps) Yeah.
0: I I think if you had I would have I would have seen your photos. I'm, yeah, I'm disappointed I so next Christmas we're going to go back.
1: Yes. Um I I think Matt and I were like very we just we were so taken by Charleston. The first day we went in went into town that we were not expecting how much time we were going to want to spend in Charleston just doing the Charleston thing. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: So that took up our three days. I mean, and we did the little fun little tours and stuff in between, but, and we just ate a lot of really good food and that was that, you know? So, <laughs> so jealous. okay. Yeah. So tell
0: me now that you have, you've lived in California, <clears throat> you've lived in Nashville. And personally, my opinion is you've been to one of the greatest cities on the East Coast. Yeah. Southern cities. Um, Like, where would you prefer to be? Like, now that you've experienced, like, would you rather be West Coast, East Coast, or like here in Tennessee? If you had your pick. I have to say it's Charleston. Yes, I know.
1: I was not...
0: You weren't we're expecting, not expecting to, like, it. fall in love
1: with it. The charm is... No. Phenomenal. No, I I think... The one thing I really realized about Charleston is that that city has so much pride in its historical features, and they work so hard to maintain it
0: and like preserve it. And preserve everything it. is so like manicured and well taken care of. Like, yeah. obviously, every city has its down parts, and we're when you are coming into downtown Charleston from like North Charleston, none of this is probably going to make sense to you but there are a couple areas that are obviously need a little love not like that yeah, yeah right. they're not like that so not every area is perfect but it's to me it's like the most perfect city
1: it's the most perfect city and and i you know like i love there's so much about tennessee and nashville that i love you can't help go to visit other places and compare and be like well they did a lot of things right here. <laughs> and I think that Nashville would benefit from maybe taking a little bit of that on because I think Nashville has a lot of historic buildings that have just come down. And there was obviously no no restriction set on how mm-hmm. tall buildings can be. And in Charleston, you look at the skyline, And no building goes above a certain level, even the new ones. And the other thing is, too, is that the city is extremely clean. And even though there's a plethora of bars and restaurants, there's no crazy. uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe summertime is different, but. There's no craziness with all the drunkenness and And the nightlife. The nightlife being such a I mean I don't know what the word is. I think that Nashville I don't want to cuss. You know but you know the word I'm thinking about.
0: I think that Nashville played a little too hard and a little too fast on their lower Broadway lifestyle. And the music, because if you want me to be really honest, it's not like the music industry here is just booming. It's, you know, it's not like you walk around and you see celebrities and it's not what people think Mm-mm. that Nashville is. And it's definitely not like that anymore. I mean, you had, you know, the little record shop, historical, like had been around for so long. Yeah. And they just got eaten alive and pushed out of Broadway. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about where some of the most famous country singers had gone in to play. Yeah,
1: you know, um, and that's history. That that's a story you can't get back. Yeah, like we can't just
0: recreate this little store now.
1: No, and but it's gone. It's gone.
0: It is gone. Yeah, and it's it, Nashville just moved too quick. Now we've got all the Bachelorette, and and, and these things are great for our economy, for our tourism. But yeah. but look at Charleston. Look at Hilton Head. Yeah. Look at. You know, some of these are like Fort Lauderdale even mm-hmm. um, in Florida, you know, big, big touristy towns,
1: mm-hmm. but not just overrun with chaos. There, it's, It is. It's it's very chaotic. If I had to compare the two. And and the other thing is, is that like I, I even think about some of my favorite cities that were on the West Coast, like San Diego, like old downtown San Diego. Um very much kept its historical buildings, those old old Spanish-style buildings. Santa Barbara did the same thing. The town that I grew up in was called Walnut Creek, and it, believe it or not, that town, you wouldn't know it by looking at it today, w- was old Western buildings oh, on the so downtown. Cool. One of the oldest pizza places that we would go to after football games had the wavy floors, and it was... Western looking from the outside what ended up happening in that city. Um, and some people see it as a benefit and some people don't, but it was a lot of the Silicon Valley people started moving there with a lot of money. And so now it is just Louis Vuitton, Gucci Nordstrom, all, all shopping. And all Mm. those historical buildings have been torn down. And that's so sad to me. Like, it's very sad. Because you look at the town now and you're like, this town has no history. If you could have seen it 25 years ago, it did have history. Well, and I think that
0: it's okay to, like, modernize a community. Yeah. In a healthy way. Yeah. Without taking away from what it really once was, you know? Yeah. I mean,. I remember when I first came to visit Nashville it was in 20 February of 2014. And yeah, it was cold, but like whatever. But I was on Lower Broadway and like I remember there being like a little FedEx um FedEx and print store like on the corner um close to 2nd Avenue. I might actually yeah, it was 2nd close to 2nd Avenue. And but on Broadway and there was, like, not really many people. I could walk freely. I wasn't trying to, like, dodge idiots. And, yeah. you know, no offense, but they all come down here and they get super drunk and then you can't. And now you really can't enjoy it. Like, there's nothing to go see down there because it's all just bars now. It's all bars. Yeah. It, I mean, all the cool stuff is now gone. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, yeah. I, mean, there were, I could walk freely. There was nothing going on. It was easy. It was. It was like, oh, I really like this place. And I've just watched over the last nine years. It just change so dramatically yeah and it's like we're gonna have to have a politician come in and be like okay enough is enough yeah you can't have party buses going by the high school no you know at two o'clock now or one o'clock in the
1: afternoon yeah yeah there there's gonna have to be something because um I think what will happen like like we moved here in two thousand. 18 and we went to downtown nashville even then and it wasn't as crazy as it is now and that was six years ago
0: not to say that nashville isn't a great place to come visit or live it's just the tourism
1: part of nashville
0: cannot compare to some of these other cities
1: well the the tourism part is the part that has changed everything Mm -hmm. so If you're not taking into account the people who already exist here and live here and not just the tourist aspect, then what are we doing here? Because then you're just going to become Las Vegas. And they call it Nash Vegas, which I hate that term. There's
0: even a little cab company called Nash Vegas now. I hate that. It drives me crazy. I hate that. And I love Vegas. Vegas. But yeah, we're two different worlds like that. Vegas was the party. city. Si- it, not was, Vegas it is, has it's like role Vegas, yeah, like Vegas has always been Vegas and it will always be Vegas and it's right. always going to be a party city. Right. That's, that is what it is. Right. Is that the city that never sleeps? Yeah. Yeah. So or is that New York? See, I never get those right. <laughs> I,
1: don't I feel Sin like city. Sin city. It's in city.
0: So Vegas has like we know what they said, but I feel like we're in this weird like we could have been this really cool like music historical town small town mm-hmm. and now we're just aiming for vegas
1: yeah because the, uh, the the part of the part of that now that i think about it that's very confusing is that you know people people in tennessee and middle tennessee and rightfully so they if they've lived to hear their whole lives they feel They're They're worried about... They're frustrated. There's Mm -hmm. all these people from California and New York and wherever moving here. But the thing is, is that all the people who are moving here, majority, are not in downtown Nashville. They're not living in Nashville. They're living in Franklin. They're living in Mount Mm -hmm. Juliet. They're living in Hendersonville. These are people who actually have to live here, right? Right. We're living outside. We're living outside. Yeah. The thing is, is that like... If, if you took away that, that living aspect and only made it about it being a spectacle and the tourism that We've it We've definitely made it a spectacle. Then that is not doing any benefit to anyone who has lived here or who has moved here. And, I mean, I know it's kind of weird for me as a real estate agent to be saying that and calling that out. I feel a little weird talking about it that way because I feel like it shines a negative light, which I'm not trying to do. I'm just... Saying that I'm now that I've had some time to like be here and think about it, and like now I get this other experience, I'm like, oh, there right. it needs to be someone in place to kind of put a stop to some of it.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, N- Nashville is a really cool place to live. Yeah, it's a beautiful city to live in. It is.
1: People are wonderful. There's a lot to do here. Yes,
0: but man, they just killed our downtown.
1: The downtown is really what's, um, it, it it wasn't until you get away from it, then you come back to it that you're like, okay, I see what, I see why people are getting frustrated.
0: Yeah, because we used to love to go downtown, and I mean, we still do. Yeah, but I don't like going down there as often now. So like, we used to go downtown, and we'd go to dinner, and we'd go to Zany's, and then we'd go out to a bar, and it was fun. Yeah, and now I'm like, my husband is like grabbing me, and like pushing me back because you've got drunk people or people who are just completely out of control, you've yeah. got homeless people down there
1: yeah. and then you put all those people together and it never ends well. Somebody's yeah. getting in a fight. And then there there's a pedestrian, you know, it's supposed to be really pedestrian friendly down there but then you've got crazy drivers, drunk drivers or you've got these tours or um, they're not tours <laughs> You know, they're the party buses, the party bike things. The I mean, people are getting... We, yeah. have,
0: we went to a really nice restaurant and we were um, like more towards the gulch. Kind of, not really, kind of. And it was beautiful. I mean, we're talking this is a nice restaurant where we're probably going to spend $500 on a meal. Right. And we're sitting outside on this beautiful patio and here comes a party bus. And you're just like...
1: Come on. And they're
0: screaming and the music's loud and you're just like... Yeah. This is obnoxious.
1: Yeah. You know, a cash cow, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Well, (coughs) one thing I noticed, too, when we were in Charleston. Now, I get it. Charleston's a lot smaller. I get it. It's been been on a different trajectory than Nashville has. I get it. But one thing was that it, it was very easy for us to get in and out of the city. And... Two when we went to park in a park we used the same parking garage all three days. It cost us maximum nine dollars per day. Now, granted, I was looking at real estate, (laughs) obviously, while I was down there because I'm like, "Mm, how much does this cost here? It's very expensive to live in Charleston if you want to live like close to. The downtown area, or you want to rent something, it is very expensive. Yeah, you gotta
0: like go out. It's like Mount Pleasant, West yes.
1: Ashley. Yes, you know
0: you gotta get away from yes. downtown. But, but even because then, those are still
1: great areas. Oh yeah, but even then, why is parking only nine dollars? Yeah, I pay forty
0: dollars just to park. I think I've paid twenty four just to park for two hours. Yeah, it's like fifty six for a whole day. Yeah. It's insane. It's, it's. And I feel like that's out of control too. Yeah. Because there's only so many places you can park in downtown. You can't, you used to be able to parallel park in some places. (laughs) I can't even parallel park in some places anymore.
1: No, or it's scary too. Yeah, or it's scary too.
0: (laughs) That, and then it's just, uh, Nashville, I feel like (coughs) needs somebody
1: to come in and straighten it up. Because it's a great city. I think if they put just more um, emphasis on, okay, <clears throat> from here on out, if a building is older than this, it falls into this category. We're not going to start Tearing getting rid of down. everything. Yeah, we don't want to tear them down. And then the party bus, the bachelor, bachelorette parties. They gotta go. Gotta figure out some way to I'm I'm over the party it. buses. Yeah. Y'all can go. Yeah, they have to tame it because it and it was interesting because I saw um you follow that Explore Nash mm-hmm. guy. He posted a reel the other day. Did you see that one uh-uh. where he was like it? Re- I think it made a lot of people upset. He said it was satire. He was trying to be funny, but he said. Well, okay, just to prepare you, if you're coming to Nashville, this is what you're going to experience. And he's like, so just watch out for the puke on the street. Watch out for um, uh, people are going to be getting hit, you know, pedestrian accidents. Um, Oh, the scooters. The scooters. He was talking about, like, all these awful things. And I was, like, super surprised That this guy was doing it because this guy actually goes around all of Nashville, not just downtown, but all of like Nashville. And he highlights all the best parts like he does a really good job. So I was super surprised to see him bringing this up. But and I was looking at the comments and the comments were really telling because they were saying, you know, I'm not from Nashville. I visited And because of how crazy it is down there, I don't think I'm going to be back. Yeah. So so the tourism is actually doing a disservice. So I think that we should get rid of the party buses.
0: I think that we should get rid of the scooters, which a lot of cities have banned. Because if you go to downtown Nashville, that's all you see are scooters on the sidewalks. Now, I'm not going to lie. Dylan and I will have a a day date and we'll go to lunch and we'll get these scooters and we'll scooter all over town. And it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. But then people just toss them on the sidewalks. And so all you see along these beautiful sidewalks at this big, beautiful historical church are scooters.
1: Scooters. So
0: get rid of the scooters. Mm -hmm. And then get rid of the cops down there blocking off the roads. Like, don't encourage these people to take over. Because they shut down Lower Broadway and they've got every night, every single night. Is that a new thing? I feel like – because I don't feel like it was that way. It was not that way. At first, they had put up barricades along the sidewalks to keep people from walking in the road yeah. so cars could still go. And then, of course, Ubers would want to try and stop. And so then that became a problem. And so now they just shut down all of Lower Broadway. And they, I want to say they've done that for, like, two years now. And I think you should stop. Open the roads back up. Like, don't yeah. encourage them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But don't allow the party buses down there either. The party buses have to go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Again, I love I love going to downtown Nashville when it's not chaotic, and we used to like go to our favorite rooftop bar that's no longer there thanks to the Christmas bombing, mm. and um, and it's like a cool place to be and listen to music, but like people. Ruined it.
1: I know, it I know, it. and I actually I feel like it's an easy fix. I feel very like easy it's a fix. very easy fix. You just have to have somebody like willing to fix it. Yeah. So we'll see what
0: happens. We got a new mayor down there, so we'll see what happens. We'll see. I don't know. I know that was a long rant about all the things that Nashville yeah. could do better.
1: Yeah, but you know what? I think every city has that, and I think it's okay to talk about it. Um, we still love it here. Yes. We still love it here. There's still so many positive things. Downtown Broadway is not all of Nashville. It's a very small, small section of it. Um, but yeah, it's worth talking about. So anyways, Charleston was amazing. (laughs) So now (laughs) we're like, I'm like, how do we get a, like, how do we get a second house there? (laughs) How do we do that?
0: Can Matt, can Matt, um, transfer.
1: Is that possible? <coughs> he told me that they used to have a Charleston office, um, but it just wasn't uh, for what they do. They just—it's such a small area. It's such well, the construct—I mean, yeah. it is
0: small, and it's not growing quite like Nashville, which is probably a good thing. There's not—you're not
1: seeing cranes across the no, skyline. No, you're yeah. not. And um, he was like, "I—I I don't know." He's like, "But I mean, down the line." second house or something or something we could rent out and still go I will be retiring there yeah just as soon as I can retire there I see that was that was this year's goal was to
0: have our house there whether it was like our second house like or you know even just a condo because like just getting my foot in the door there yeah and if I can spend three months out of the year there I'm fine like I
1: Miss it so much. Oh, I I miss it. Oh, I know. It was funny because we were walking around and like, just even just being in South Carolina, I was like, "This is very Leslie." Like, it's all making sense. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I come
0: from. This is this
1: is very Leslie. Yeah. So it was cool. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's such a special
0: place for me, anyways. And I thought that I could move to Tennessee and this could be home.
1: Yeah.
0: And I've just never been able to quite make this home. Yeah, and I feel like I'm missing something. And so, while I love Tennessee and I've enjoyed it, and uh, you know, and I will enjoy it for the remainder that I'm here, I'm yeah. very excited to one day
1: be back. Well, then, and that makes sense. That's your roots. Mm-hmm. So, you know, going back to your roots is you going
0: to go back to California?
1: Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> not you don't like your roots that much. Well, it, it yeah, no, it's that'll never be the same. It, it's if if I had come from a place like. South Carolina. I could see that. But California is just too far gone now. There's so. no hope. I don't think so, not unless we were to move to San Diego or something like that. I think but again, you got to have a lot of money. You got to have a lot of money to live down there. And I mean that's that's one of the crazy things. It's like and I think people don't realize this. You you take like, for for example, my parents. They lived in a very affluent area, but they're also in their retirement years. So by them selling their home, that was part of their retirement, right? You know, as a lot of people do. Um, so they moved they moved out here because the cost of living and everything is a lot cheaper out here. So the thing is, is that like, people who have done something similar and then they move here. And then let's just say three years in, they're like, you know, I just, this isn't for me. This is not where I want to be the rest of my life. Some of them are now in a position where they can't move back. That was it. You sell your home. Oh, they can't afford. Yeah. They can't afford to move back. And it's not just my parents. It's, do you think that your parents feel that way? Like, would they go back? um i think i think they would um and and and, you know it's not that tennessee hasn't done anything great for them i think that the culture is different the culture is different when you move when you've lived somewhere your entire life and you are in your 60s and you come to the south which is just incredibly different um I, i don't i don't fault them for that you know but no i i don't think that they've made those connections and those friends and they haven't integrated themselves in the community in the way that they were before so i do worry about that a little bit for them um and they followed us you know they wanted to be near the grandchildren and it, it and i understand everything but if they ever wanted to go back they would never be able to do it that's so sad yeah that it is sad. Um, and, but I think a lot of people are probably in that boat, you know? Um, so it's just, it is what it is. And, and that's just their story. You know, that's not the case for everyone. There are so many people who have moved out here who are like, like, thank God I left. I'm never moving back wherever they came from, not just California, you know, wherever they came from, um, because they see how much that Tennessee does have to offer. Um, we feel very lucky to live here. You know, we, uh, where else can you get, I don't know, just these country roads and where else can you get just this, I don't know, just ability to do more in your life, you know, compared to some of these other cities where your paycheck is so wrapped up in mm, your rent.
0: Everything's so expensive.
1: Yeah. In, in everything.
0: And we, we don't have that problem here. I mean, I think um we did, I did see or read last night that um, our Nashville rental market is becoming stale, um, which basically means like we're not we're we're seeing it for a couple years. It was I could put a house up or a condo up for rent and it would immediately immediately be rented. I never had a problem, and then rent prices went up by like nineteen percent each year. And we're just not seeing that, I think Nashville's finally seeing like a calmer like a more level growth than what we were, yeah, um, but even still to rent a three bedroom house you know here out out here about thirty minutes away from Nashville is like you know twenty one hundred dollars a month, right, which is affordable
1: right for most right 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 so yeah, actually out here though there i still feel like there is a shortage of rentals
0: definitely out here yeah so and people do not take kindly to more houses being built out here <laughs> they're no, not happy
1: no they don't but we need it and that's what they don't understand no it's it's got to move out more but yeah i don't know i i that's something that i would love to do like i would love to be that person to put up some rentals, invest in some Mm -hmm. stuff and do that. It's also scary at the same time because I feel like there is that backlash, you know, it's like, Oh, people will let you have it.
0: Yeah. We have a friend who they've got about 40 rentals and a lot of them out here. And she'll put something up and it was like a five bedroom house, you know, on three acres beautiful renovated home and they put it up for rent. That I think they had tried to sell it and it didn't work out. And the rent that I thought they were asking for was not absurd. But man, people let her have it, but won't you know, the same day she posted it, it was the same day she found a tenant for it. So it's obviously, you know, there's a need pe- for it. There's a need for it. Yeah. But people just can't fathom paying. I mean, I remember like So crazy. Our apartment rent for a two-bedroom apartment back in 2008 was like $965 a month. (laughs) You're not paying that now. You know what I mean? No. And I think that's where some people's heads are when it comes to home prices and rent.
1: Like, what did I pay 10 years ago? Well, you want a good comparison. So my husband had to get a rental in Huntsville, Alabama. Apparently Huntsville is just undergoing I'm not seeing it a massive amount of growth. Gosh, we went there and I did not like it. I haven't even been down there. You haven't yet. been there yet? No, I haven't been down there yet. Now is his rental furnished? Nope. It's 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 um Is he on an air mattress? Or did you go get him a bed? He no, he has a bed. He has a bed. We had an extra bed, so he just he brought that down there. But th- these condos are like these luxury condos. That's what they say on their website. They're luxury condos. They've got all this supposed to be like resort style living with this all these pools and all this stuff. And he sent it to me and I'm like, this is this is down there? Okay, like whatever. And I'm like, how much is this going to cost? You know, $1,000. That's it? That's it for a one bedroom for a one bedroom. And it wasn't much more for now. He's actually upping it to a three bedroom because, um, turns out some of the other, his other coworkers at this company are going to be, um, moving to the same. They're going down there too. So they're all going to split this three bedroom place and it's not much more. And it's a nice, it's a nice place. And I'm like, what is going on in Huntsville? I had no idea, um, but there's a lot of um there's a lot of growth happening down there, and there's a lot of like Amazon type stuff going on down there. What
0: happened to us getting an Amazon facility here? I know Covid hit, but like what happened? I don't know. I need to find out. That there's one
1: me. Amazon facility right in middle Tennessee.
0: I thought they were bringing in another one, and that was of great concern because we don't have. Public transit here was that the one that was going to go in Clarksville? No, I thought it was going downtown. Like they had a facility going in, like some sort of like Amazon headquarters type deal downtown Nashville. <gasps> That's right. I yes, and, and they were that. supposed to bring in like eight hundred or something like employees. Like it was some outrageous. I have to look it up. I again, I'm just kind of going off a little bit of memory because I feel like then COVID hit and this didn't happen. But there was a lot of concern because. There's not like a lot like our downtown traffic isn't like L.A. or New York. Yes, there's traffic. It can get a little congested. I've never really been stopped in down like where I'm, you know, no, no. Um, But it's a you know, to bring in 800 more cars on the road down there. That's a lot. That's a lot.
1: And I think there was concern for that, but I could have sworn they had passed it. I'm going to go look it up. Yeah, I'm curious about that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean as far as downtown Nashville any other super large companies going in down there I mean I feel like they've they're already maxed out. I don't I don't think there's anywhere else they can go. I don't know. So,
0: I don't know. I mean <clears throat> have you seen where they've like cleared and then they're digging like 3 levels down a parking garage down there underneath the building and then you're just going to have to like climb up all the way to the top.
1: It's crazy. Or they're going to do um Shopping. Mm-hmm. And then the you live above it. Yeah, but those off that
0: office rent down there, I'm waiting for them I'm waiting for it all to crash down. And when it does, gonna get us a nice office in
1: downtown Nashville. Leslie's <laughs> gonna strike. I'm gonna strike. <laughs>
0: That's
1: it. <Yeah>. I'm down. <laughs> the
0: how the rent for office space down there is insane. How much is it? Ah, it's like twenty seven dollars per square foot. Seriously? Yes. I couldn't afford that. We'd get a hundred square feet. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We'd all be in this room. This type of room. Yeah, we if that thirty
0: of us. I we wanted the culture and the we open each, community. We each
1: take one day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's the, yeah. That's days what we do. We yeah. just everybody gets their day to enjoy the office. <laughs> 100 square feet.
1: <laughs> that would be funny. But they got to do something down there. Yeah, that's crazy. So. Did you finish selling Sunset? I feel like I did, but I don't remember did what happened talk about at the it already? end. I'm not no.
0: sure. We're going to have to come back to that. Let, me, let yeah. me rewatch. Okay. But let me ask you Kyle and Mauricio, yeah. do you think they're really getting divorced?
1: I don't think so. I don't think so I, Well, actually, okay, so do you listen to the him and her podcast? Mm-mm. No? So Mauricio was on that podcast uh, like a week or two ago. And they were asking him, like, what's going on? Um. He pretty much said, I don't know what's going on. If someone could tell me what's going on in my marriage, that would be great. But we're figuring it out because we don't know what's going on in our marriage. So I thought that was like really telling. I think she's with that Morgan Wade girl. You think so? I think so. I think she had
0: an affair with that Morgan Wade girl.
1: And Mauricio checked out. Well, from the sound of it, he's had...
0: Mm-hmm. affairs,
1: too. Mm-hmm. So.
0: It's a lot. A but much. I mean, I wonder, like, because, you know, the agency has so many places, like, opening up, and I, I just wonder what his real estate business is like. You know, like, yeah. for instance, I think the agency opened here in Nashville, and then we had the Corcoran Group mm-hmm. open here, and then Sirhan's not here yet, but I'm sure he's coming. Yeah. Um, <coughs> And so I, I kind of wonder... You know, if I go work for the Corcoran group or the agency, does that really do anything for my business? You know what I mean? Because only Bravo fans such as myself yeah, and
1: partially you, mm-hmm. like, would understand, you know? Yeah. Well, I think the culture is very different at those groups, too, because right now where you know... Being like a boutique brokerage, you and you being able to run it, like, there's no one staring over your shoulder. Right. I have a feeling. They're probably very, like, number driven. Where are you producing? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, if if an agent or a new agent comes in and they haven't brought them something within two months. They're probably out. They're probably out. So I think there's a lot of. I think that
0: I'm gonna start like putting the hammer down. Are you? No, I don't know. Oh God! Yeah, if you don't bring me something, if you don't have anything on the on the books, come March
1: first, you're out. Dang. Sayonara. Wow. Are you scared? uh i mean yeah because i'm gonna be in like baby mode i'm just i'm just kidding oh i was like wait a second yeah we're
0: changing this up this is competitive now
1: every man for themselves you like literally my stomach just dropped when you said that because i was like oh my gosh well i don't know are you kidding you have this look on your face like you're (laughs) like nope um you know i will say that Uh, In the last three
0: years, I have not stressed numbers. Like, I feel like I try to meet everybody where they're at. For instance, you're about to pop out a baby. Like, I don't expect you to be selling millions and millions of dollars of real estate every month, right? Like, that's just not where you're at. And Wendy's in a different place, and Ashley's in it, and Megan. And, you know, so I try to meet everybody where they're at. Also, from a broker standpoint, it is very hard for me. Not to go, why don't you want this more? Yeah. Yeah, I see Like, why are we paying all this money every year to be an agent? Like, what are you doing? How can I motivate you? Yeah. Um, But I think at the end of the day, real estate is a very independent, self-driven career choice. Yeah. And it's not for everybody. No. And eventually people fall out, and it's just a cycle. Um, there are people who want it, people who enjoy it
1: more than others. Absolutely. So it, it's hard from a broker standpoint. I understand that totally. I think I think that I mean, if you're paying if you're paying your dues and you're doing all that and you're just literally not even trying to do anything i think that there's some questions like to be had you know like what why why are you paying that money and i don't want to be like a number
0: yeah i don't want to be a numbers person you know what i mean um but also from a broke like from my standpoint i again i'm going to meet you where you are yeah so if you tell me you want to do x amount great how do we do that i'm not chasing you down and I'm not going to force you to schedule a coaching call with me. And I'm not going to like pick up the phone and call you. and am like, how's it going?
1: Because
0: I already know that if you wanted it more, you'd have been
1: after it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But the other thing too, Leslie, is that I don't know that like at some of these other brokerages that maybe are very numbers driven. I don't know that they're putting in the same amount of effort that like you are you know what I'm saying, as a broker. Like, I don't know that they're like, my door's always open. Here's my Calendly. He- I'm here for you. Let's have this coaching meeting. Right. Let's, do the- let's do these weekly meetings that are mandatory. Like, I don't think that stuff is happening. So for you, if, if you feel like someone is also not showing up or not even trying. Then you don't get you, to come to
0: me and complain. And that's always been that's my role. That's the
1: thing. Mm-hmm. And also you're you're putting out a lot of energy to everyone. Everybody gets the same amount of energy. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I could also see where you're just like. I'm Do giving <laughs> you all this energy of mine. Please take some of it. Take it. Take right? it. Do it. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it, it's hard on a leadership standpoint. But I always wonder like. You know, being with the Corcoran Group, being with the agency, being with Sirhan. Like, what does that buy me? Does it buy me anything? Well, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. There's a girl out of Nashville who I kind of follow. I keep up with. I don't think we're friends on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was curious. Like, for me, when I see the name The Agency, I'm like, oh, man. Like, they must be just stacking it on, right? Because... Yeah. If I am a consumer who watches Bravo, I'm using somebody from the agency. Right. She's not. She's not. So I wonder how long she's going to be there because I feel like he he probably has people working for him who are like, show me the money. Yeah. You know, this isn't cheap. Yeah. I'm interested to watch these names that are coming into Nashville Real Estate. It'll be
1: interesting to see because also like... It could be the total flip side. Actually, I'm going to look something up right now. It could be that they don't care. They just want the numbers.
0: Yeah. Because you as an agent
1: are still paying in no matter what. Well,
0: yeah, but let me explain that monthly dues do nothing for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I'm going to actually look up the agency and ha- see how many agents they have in Nashville. People. Because I wonder just how big they are here.
1: Not very big. I, wow. I feel like I never see their signs. There's only
0: 12. Wow. I can't say anything. Um, wow. Yeah. And I mean, some of their, some of their agents are not doing anything. Wow. Um, maybe I'll go get a job at the agency and then people will think I'm super cool and I'll do more deals. Yeah. So, um, okay. All right. Well, I answered my own question. That's a shocker. I'm actually very shocked. Uh, what about the Corcoran Group? I'll have to look that one up. Okay. I'll do that off here. Okay. <laughs> we have certain rules that we have to apply to. Hey, you know
1: what? We're doing market research. This is very helpful information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, seriously,
0: I would have thought that some of these agents would have just been rolling in the dough. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that really goes to show, if you're a real estate agent and you're listening to this, it's not about the brokerage name. And no. it has everything to do with your own personal name. With you. With you.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Here's another good example. If okay, there is one brokerage uh, in the in the Tennessee in Tennessee um, that has probably some of the worst branding. I have ever seen in my entire life. You probably know which one I'm talking I don't about. I know, but. <clears throat> it's, it's real bad.
0: Can you mouth it to me so that I can see? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> real. Everything's real, just real dated. But. That just gave it away. They have. I probably, <laughs> yeah. Um, But there's one agent. That, man, this woman, she is a, she, it's pedal to the metal. I mean, she is constantly marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Constantly. She's been around for
0: a long time.
1: Yes. I, I got that I sentence. don't want to
0: say that, like, I envy her as an agent. No. Um. <sighs> I envy how she has built her business because I think it led to other things that has set her up for a really great like uh, retirement life.
1: You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I I envy her in that way. But she Mm -hmm. also does a lot. Like every single neighborhood I have lived in. (laughs) She's hate you up. She has. I I know. So I tried hard right now in mine. Oh, well, yeah. So going hard two years ago.
0: I had to beat her to the punch in your neighborhood for those American flags.
1: Yeah. Like, I was doing it. Yeah. No. uh, Before her. Get this. Get this. In the last two weeks alone, I've probably received, well, not me. My husband has received six pieces of mail from her. Noted. Let me just put that in my phone. Today, we got one that was thick. And it turns out it had a calendar in it and other goodies but she lists a lot of stuff over there Mm -hmm. so
0: I mean she's just she's smart no I mean I I see what
1: I I see you I see what she's doing and I'm like man I gotta be doing that (laughs) six mailers in two weeks yeah, because you have
0: to think, like, sometimes I'll get mailers and I just toss. Like, I don't even look at them. I just notice the size. I know it's on an envelope. I don't look. I throw it in the mail. But no. every once in a while,
1: you peek at, like, what's going on. Yeah. So. Well, and then here was the point. There was the point I was getting to. The marketing even though the, she, the yeah. yeah. Even though the marketing is awful. Like, not aesthetically pleasing. I don't want to say awful. Not aesthetically pleasing. Not what I would do or what. It looks a certain way. It doesn't matter Mm-mm. because she's just trying and trying and trying. Because and trying. contacts
0: make the contracts.
1: <gasps> wow, yeah. I've said
0: that before. Have you <sighs> on this podcast? No, I've said it in <laughs> meetings. Where were you? <laughs> How did I miss that one? I don't know. I'm usually pretty good with that yeah, stuff. Contacts equal contracts.
1: That makes so much sense.
0: Yeah. It's all, it's all about how many people can you get in front of like who can be the loudest person. Yeah, like and that's what I was trying to say yesterday was like, you know, I see agents or other brokers and I'm like, gosh, like they're super successful, but they're because they're super loud about it. They're, loud. they're I don't even know if they're truly successful. Yeah. But because they're so loud about their business and about like what they're selling and what they're doing, it makes you think that person's successful and I want to work with them. It appears loud. It appears. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're just it's you always go into a room and there's like always like the popular person. Yeah. Even as an as an adult, like right, we go into a party or a group setting and there's always that one person that you're like, everybody likes them. Yeah. And it's because they're the loudest person in the room. Right. Right
1: but you don't want to be obnoxious you just want to be loud yeah you just want to
0: be loud yeah you got that's fine line (laughs) i know some people who walk some people need to yeah
1: some people still need to learn that though yeah
0: yeah unfortunately i don't know that they ever will
1: (laughs) um anyways okay well we just talked about a whole lot today (laughs) this was actually Um, a whole real estate episode look at us i know (laughs) So how do we do
0: that? How do we do that? Um, anyways, well, th- it was great. I'm glad you had a great weekend in Charleston. Thank you. Um, Same to you. I'm glad you had a nice time in the mountains. Next year, we're going to do a girls
1: trip in Charleston. <gasps> so down. You'll have a baby. So I hope Matt's ready. Oh, he he knows. Cool. He knows. Perfect. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Um,
1: don't we have somebody coming on next week? week after but we're gonna start talking about it next week okay yeah
0: yeah next week we get to reveal who we have coming on um super cool so anyways we will see you guys next week thanks for tuning in to another episode of the nashville darlings bye y'all bye if you enjoyed this
1: episode of the nashville darlings please subscribe and find us on instagram at the nashville darlings